Hello, welcome to my podcast, Emmet. I'm Justice Baruch Haba, and it means welcome in Hebrew. Yes, you've learned a Hebrew word today. Just keep it in mind. So, I couldn't record last week. I had to take care of a lot of things, and I'm sorry for not being able to record last week to my cherished listeners. I sincerely apologize for that. My producer has been on my neck to record since, and I knew that if I wasn't, if I didn't record today, I was going to be really hot fires, or I was going to be in a lot of trouble. So I had to record. I didn't record to please my producer, but I just needed to record this podcast because it's been a while, and and I know my listeners have been following, and they would want to know more. That is why I'm recording, okay? So my producer don't get too flattered. <laughs> Anyways, the song playing in the background is Just Be by Kim Walker. It's it's her latest song. You should check it out online. It's it's a song that has really, really blessed me. I just want to be just want to be where you are. Kim Walker's ministry is is solely is purely about longing for the presence of the Lord and dwelling in there. She said in in Show Me Your Glory that <laughs> I love this. I love this word. I long to look on the face of the one that I love. I long to look. I long to stay in His presence. That is where I belong. Those are really romantic words. So guys, if you really want to impress her, try those words sometimes. Yeah, sometimes just try it. Okay, out of the blue. I'm not saying do it when she knows she's going to hear those words, but just do it spontaneously once in a while. Be spontaneous. I'm not a love expert. Come on. You all know me. You all know me. I'm just showing you something I learned from the word of the Lord, from the word of God. And by the way, yes, I love, I love Sheer Hashirim. True story. 2016 was 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 a huge year for me especially the months of june july and august they were really really good times for me i got to learn a lot of things and i really got to know god at a very deeper level or at a very deep level i knew god okay had his voice several times but those three months of June, those three months of 2016, June, July, August, were, 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 were really huge months for me personally. I really learned a lot, especially about his tabernacle, about the tabernacle in the wilderness. And I really got to understand love. And I got to understand love at a deeper level and appreciated it much more when I read Shir Hashirim which is Song of Songs, Solomon's book. It's a really great book, so you should try it out sometime, especially when... I'm not saying read that book because you want to impress someone, but just read it to understand certain things, and it would open your world up. You would really understand things, especially if you love deep things. Just try that book out sometimes. Sometimes, sorry. The song playing in the background is Shirel Adonai.
which is Psalm 60, sorry, Psalm 96. The song, the song's verses span from 1 to 4 or 5. Call her arets in all the land. That's why it ends. So whichever verse that is, take it like that. Just enjoy the song in the background as you, even as you listen to me. So last week we, oh sorry, last two weeks we got an intro to the Ark of the Covenant, and today, in today's episode, we are going to expound a little. I hope this episode wouldn't last for more than twenty-five minutes. It's great. It's, it's really great having the episodes shorter because sometimes you lose your listeners with very, very long podcasts. And especially when you talk about just one subject, people's attention spans are really not that protracted. So you just have to keep it short and simple. So let's begin. Like I said, the, the ark is situated in the most holy place or as people call as people call it, the Holy of Holies. It's mainly because of the Hebrew. It's called Kadosh Kadoshim. The Holy of Holies. That's what that's how it's called in Hebrew. And there's a veil separating the holy place and the most holy place. And that veil, as I've said several times, is called life. Jesus said, Anoichi or Anochi Haderek. I am the way, the truth, and the life. So the veil separating the separating the holy place from separating the holy place and the most holy place is called life. Okay, that veil is called life, and that that is a pointer to something. Now let's go deeper. The veil separating the holy place from the most holy place is symbolic. Of the spiritual heart of man so the spiritual heart of man is is that is that is that thing okay for the lack of a better word is that thing or is that faculty that does most of the thinking in us we have the mind of Christ that is what we are told the 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 the, the heart is the thinking faculty in a spiritual man because your heart directly interacts with Hashem directly interacts with the Lord a spiritual heart of man connects the spirit and the soul similar to the physical brain connecting the body and the soul of man personally I believe that is what in Hebrew is called Neshama or Neshama I love that word so 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 much because of us of the scripture in Proverbs 20 verse 25 near Hashem Nishmat Adam whenever I ponder on those words I seem to get a lot of revelation especially near I I, I, I was focusing on that word yesterday before service and and I was taught a whole lot a whole 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 lot Hopefully, I, I expect to write a book by the end of next year. So, I'm still planning on it. I started I started putting something down two years ago, but <laughs> things didn't go well with me. 
and so i'm going to start again by the with the help of my buddy buddy yes with the help of my buddy buddy i'm going to start writing the book and hopefully it should be done by the end of next year i'm going to do it i'm just going to sit down and plan things very well and get the book done and i know with the help of the Ruach HaKodesh, I, sh- I should be able to get something worthwhile done. And if you want to support me in any way, just let me know. You can text me or you can call me via the numbers I'm going to mention. Plus 233-240-417-010. Plus 233-240-417-010. It's just by the way so i was talking about neshama so i believe that the heart of a man is his neshama and the neshama of a man or the neshama of man oh sorry by the way the song playing in the background is 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 my all-time favorite song show me your glory by kim walker <laughs> <laughs> the song always gets me excited. Your glory surrounds me and I'm overwhelmed, but I'm not afraid. Show me your glory. The first time when I got to, in 2016, as I said, the, in those three months, as I studied the word of the Lord, the Lord through his angels started teaching me. Whenever I heard the song, I could, I could see everything in scripture from Genesis to Revelation. I tell my buddy buddy that is these things that have become less spiritual. But back in the day, I was serious. Well, yes, these days have become. Oh well, I wouldn't want to use certain words, but come on, I can do better. I love this song. The whole point is, I love this song so so much. Now let's go back to the heart. So I said that the heart of man okay i believe personally to be his neshama or his neshama neshama comes from the parent root shem the name so and and neshama is the breath you carry the life breath you carry so in essence your name is your breath your name is you before for 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 god breathed into man and that word for breathing is from the word neshama. So God breathed into a man. So the breath man carries is his neshama. So your neshama interacts with Hashem. It interacts with God. It interacts with Adonai. It interacts, it interacts with Yahweh. That's the whole point. So your neshama is like your heart. It's your heart. That's what I believe the heart represents so let's continue it's from some notes i drafted i think earlier this year yes earlier this year for for a certain meeting some short notes and i want to go through and i'll explain as i go through and i'll i think i'll ask a question at the end of at the end of the podcast i hope i remember guys remember me okay the holy of holies represents the spirit of man it represents the spirit of man and it's the dwelling place of the spirit of god it's the dwelling place of the spirit of god so spirit interacts with spirit 
you can't your physical self cannot interact with god for god is spirit and them that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth the mercy seat or throne was to be put upon okay okay i think i've got into but before before i continue with that let me just state i i mentioned last week that inside of the holy of holies is the ark of the covenant is the ark of the covenant the aron the aron of god and it's from the roots where or light 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 yeah he or let there be light and there was light so in god's presence he is the father of lights in his presence there's light 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 i think i remember the first time i really had an encounter with the lord was, was when was it when i started when when i knew that i was called to do ministry that was <laughs> when was that that was in 2013 yes those were really tough times for me personally and i and 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 and, and, and i had inner doubts because people 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 had intimidated me with a lot of things and i knew nothing so when i had that encounter initially it was all white i knew i was seen okay my eyes were really open but i was just blinded by the light and then i heard a voice speaking and and i was shown who was speaking with me i'm not going to mention that by the way <laughs> So the whole point is even now I remember recently I as I sang this song inside of me I was praying I was like God show me your glory God show me your glory and <laughs> yes I, from this you can tell that I'm really not mature not really mature, I'm not really mature in spiritual stuff as 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 I just sat there listening to the song meditating i couldn't open my eyes because i was just blinded by what i was seeing like it was too strong for me and even in the physical <laughs> i can't walk through the sand okay because of the defect a small defect i have so i walk around with glasses not just for the light to, to, not just for life no i don't do that just to reduce the amount of light entering my eye and and to magnify things because things seem a bit smaller to me these days <laughs> thank you all that delis my my special mommy somewhere so yes yeah, so back to <laughs> a lot of rabbit trails already i'm sorry for that so i said the ark inside of god's presence is light because the 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 the, the ark of the covenant okay aron is roots where this or 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 and most hebrew words okay have a two-letter root and from that two-letter root you can find everything you need to know about the word through its relations okay example you know the first the root word of the first word in the bible rosh to be ro, to be resh alef shin but there is a two letter root behind that okay that is pronounced rosh as well that by this time is 
Reshin. Reshin is the parent root of the word, and out of that, you can get a whole lot of words, including the word rosh, which means head. You can get a rosh, which, which means to be through, to, to, to be truth. Okay, so even in, so from the first word of the Bible, and that's, that's a long, I finished everything because finished my whole research on Shabbat, which I will share with you after this series on the tabernacle in the wilderness. I will try and talk about the Shabbat and what I have learned from the Shabbat. I think I did that some episodes back, but it wasn't exhausting. This time I'm going to really exhaust the little thing I have been taught with you guys. If you are happy, just give just give me a big smile, okay? <laughs> so light in the most holy, sorry, the most holy place or the holy of holies, and 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 and. Let me make this statement: the ark was made to enable it to collect electricity from the atmosphere. And build up an electric charge on its surface. So for for those physics geeks, yes, I used to be a very, I used to be a very smart person in physics. Well, don't worry, it's still there. But this time I'm not going to go physics because this is Bible. Oh well, yes, there's physics behind the Bible, but not for today. So the ark was constructed in in a manner in a manner where it's collected charges. So scientifically, when you touched the when you touch the ark, you're, you're going to be electrocuted severely to die. Okay, that is from a physics perspective. Physicists who, who studied who have studied the ark came out with that thought that the ark was 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 built to collect charges. So in a way. Physics explains the reason why there were staves, those two bars hanging around it for the priest to carry the ark. So one question I have for you is, which people were in charge of lifting the ark? I think in previous episodes I mentioned that that other Levites could take out could take out certain portions of the tabernacle, but which people were in charge of of, of the ark whenever the whenever the tabernacle or the mishkan was moving to a new place which people were in charge of the ark just give me the people either it's 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 one of the descendants of either it's one of the descendants of levi or one of or, or those from the house of aaron i just want that simple answer please and there's no price. It's just for your own good. It's just for your own knowledge sake. Okay, for your own upliftment. I'll start giving gifts. <laughs> this is first count. That will be first count. First serve. Um. So where was I? <laughs> yeah. So back to the charges. The app was made to enable it to collect charges. So whenever you touched it. Whenever you touched it, you were going to be shocked to death. Like it would really electrocute you. Could 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 this be the reason? Could this be the reason why 
Could this be the reason why a lot of people died whenever they touched the ark? Well, it's food for thought. This is science, by the way. But God, <laughs> God's power cannot be fathomed. So, <laughs> let's. God's God's power is beyond physics. <laughs> it's beyond physics. You using physics to describe it is you. It's like you trying to say God is bound by physics, but no, God isn't bound by physics. Even though you can use certain physics principles to ex- explain certain things, God did. Or God does. And by the way, yes, yesterday I learned something interesting. Who knew that Isaac? Who knew that say Isaac Newton was well versed in Hebrew? Could that? And we we all know that Hebrew is the holy language, right? Could that be the reason why he was unable to unearth gravity? And interestingly, I learned yesterday from my teacher, from one of my teachers and my supervisors, and currently one of my mentors. Uh, yeah, he's my mentor now. <laughs> and he, he said that uh, Albert Einstein, okay, the Nobel laureate, he, he got inspiration from he got inspiration from Genesis 1.14 concerning his theory of relativity. And he got that he got that insight through the study of Hebrew when he studied Genesis in Hebrew, he unearthed, he unearthed that theory, that mystery, to be able to write, to be able to come out, or to be able to come up with that, with with his theory of relativity. So that's just food for thought on why you should at least know some Hebrew, know some biblical Hebrew, and know the basis of your faith in Mashiach or in Messiah Jesus. And did you also know that the ark was the first thing God instructed Moses to build? Food for thought. And and <laughs> this is beautiful. Good. So what did of the ten of the ten sayings? What did God say first? Yo, oh, it's Genesis one three. By yo, this is one of the Hebrew scriptures I know offhand. I know it verbatim. Vayomer Elohim Yehi or. And God said, "Let there be light." And already we know that the root word of the, of 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 <laughs> this is beautiful. Just, just like a eureka moment. <laughs> Hope you remember when I explain eureka moment, buddy, buddy. Like, like it's it's like a eureka moment. You already we already know that the that the root word of the word ark of the word ark in Hebrew Aaron is or light. So God instructed Moses to build something out of light first. And we know that in Genesis one, the first thing the first the first words God uttered were let there be light. So in a way <laughs> there's a link. Light light. The first thing was light in the in creation the first thing in the mishkan was also light that's just mind-blowing <laughs> i love this so <laughs> but before i think my time is almost up i plan to record for uh, 25 minutes so let me mention let me mention the key features of the ark quickly and then we'll continue next week 
we'll go deeper into that i'll first mention or let me first talk about the mercy seat okay the mercy seat is 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 is, is a poor translation of whatever thing covered the ark okay the term mercy seat is not a literal translation for the term that describes the place on which the golden angel's wings touched and from where god would speak so in a construction of in a construction of the in a construction of the of the ark of the covenant when you that's when you read exodus 25 sorry i didn't mention the scripture by the way when you read exodus 25 verse 10 to 22 god instructs moses okay to take a wood of shittim of take shittim wood that is acacia and overlay it with pure gold and in, and then cover that box with something and on the top of that cover mold angels that are facing each other cherubim or in english we say cherubim but never say cherubims cherubims is tautology cherubim is already plural so don't say cherubims okay just take that off from me and sorry the song playing in the background is freedom rings by kim walker one of my favorite songs she's now saying great is great is your faithfulness and great is your faithfulness in hebrews rabba emunatecha rabba emunatecha again rabba emunatecha that is how great great is your faithfulness is in hebrew so back to the cover so on the cover were angels facing each other and that one was also made of gold so the cover in hebrew is called caporet 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 means to cover okay sorry it means to pitch and it describes how uh the pitchings or yes it's 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 noun derivative is caporet it's from the root word kafar and it's now derivative is kofer which means to cover you cover something entirely you're not supposed to see anything okay if if you cover it you cover it in a way to prevent light from entering very thick okay like you make the thing opaque that is what the blood does to us sorry i'm i think i'm going ahead of myself and the word kafar is related to the word kippur which means to atone to purge to expiate and to propitiate so we are told in the brit hadashah that christ is our propitiation he is our kaporet i don't want to use mercy seat but in this case i'm being forced to use it even though it's not the best of translations he is our mercy seat okay that is mashiach so i want to end here i think i've talked about the mercy seat but in next next week's episode i'll go deeper and talk more about the mercy seat and talk more about the ark and by the way there were three things in the ark we've already seen three things we we have seen the arrangement of threes already concerning the tabernacle and there were three things there were the tablets of the covenant or the stone tablets and there was the golden pot containing manna and there was Aaron's rod 
So I have a question for you, okay, as I leave. In Deuteronomy 4 verse 45, we read, let me read it in Hebrew first. I hope my Hebrew Bible will be available for me ASAP. So, let me open my Hebrew Bible. My <laughs> As a student of Hebrew, my teachers encourage me to read more in Hebrew to perfect my skills. So, I am going to try to read in Hebrew. Just take it as me trying to impress you, okay? <laughs> but don't be too expectant. My reading skills are not that good. So, Deuteronomy 4. Deuteronomy, by the way, is called Devarim in Hebrew. Devarim literally means words. And it describes the last words of Moses to the congregation of Israel before his death and before they were led by Joshua or Yehoshua into the promised land and in case you didn't know yeshua the name yeshua is actually aramaic the hebrew form of yeshua the hebrew name for yeshua is yehoshua that is actually joshua okay and it means salvation and it was a name bestowed on him by it was a name bestowed on joshua himself by moshe or moses don't worry, I think next week I'll talk more about that and an insight and, and, and a revelation I picked up last Thursday as I sat with another good friend of mine, Clenam. I hope you are listening. <laughs> yes, I'm sure she would listen. And let me read in Hebrew, Deuteronomy 4, verse 45. <laughs> Hukim Vehamishpatim Asher de Bar Moshe El Bene Israel. Okay, let me end here. I think my <laughs> the, the, the the most important part I the part I wanted to read to you is Ele Ha Edut Vehahim or Vehahukim. So it says these are the decrees, the laws, and the rules. That's how this translation puts it. But the edot, edot means testimonies and hukim, okay, hukim or hukim are ordinances and mishpatim are judgments. So my little assignment for you is to define what those three words are. Hukim. You can go back to Deuteronomy 4.45 and define for me what testimonies a dot hukim or hukim ordinances and mishpatim judgments. I want you to define those three words for me. And whoever gets that would get a prize. This time an actual prize. So at this point I would like to bring this podcast to an end this episode sorry i hope you've been blessed and you know how much i love lechadodi so i'd like to end this episode by playing this really great song and a song i love so 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 much a song my friend david asafuji said 
Bright Angels My buddy buddy was like, hey, so Justice, this song brought angels to someone show when am I going to see them? And I told this buddy buddy friend of mine that don't worry, they are with you all the time. So let's listen to Lechado Diaz I bring this podcast to an end. I'll catch you all next week and have a shalom night and have a shalom week.